0: Uh, welcome, 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 welcome to the and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. As always, even when the season's over, you know who's right there with me, my main man Reggie. What's going on, Reg?
1: <laughs> when the season's
0: <laughs> even when the season's over, you're still with me, hanging out. I I, I had to, I had to pull you to the finish line this year. No, you did not. I had to pull you to the finish line. <laughs> you, you, I. I yeah, yeah, you were you were you were on the wagon, but you were hang you were falling off, and I grabbed you by your ankle and like, no, Reg, stay on the wagon, stay on the wagon.
1: Who are you, man? <laughs> you come on this mess
0: <laughs> for the second week in a row. <laughs> you didn't have to pull me to the finish line. <laughs> I pulled you to the finish line and, and, and held held on to you tight so I didn't let you <laughs> slip out of my hand. Uh, oh, saved my your God. life as a Commanders <laughs> fan of not jumping off at the end of the year.
1: I never jumped off the bandwagon, man. Uh, I don't know.
0: I don't know where this is coming from. But, I, I think. I think. I guess you know people at the bar that that might say I'm exaggerating a pinch, but there's also some some validity to that one, Reg. There's
1: no validity to it whatsoever. But you know what? I am here because why you. would I? Thank why would I come all the way this far? Just when things are about to change, and hopefully for the positive, decide right? to jump ship. See your logic right, make right. two sense,
0: brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we'll get it. We'll get into some of the the positives of the future uh, that we're about to talk about, and I'll probably take up most of the show. But you know, real quick, uh, we'll talk very briefly about the last game about you know who. That's right. That's right. The nasty Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, it it, it was worse than than what I wanted the game to be, but at least the first quarter, quarter and a half, we were kind of making it interesting. It wasn't, it wasn't real pretty, but it, making it interesting, you know, I, I, Yeah, I, I, yeah. And, and, was, and, and I'm not going to say that I ever thought that it was that we were going to lose, I'm sorry, that we were going to win. Uh, but we had a couple cowboy fans around us. And even though it was midway through the second quarter, there was a little squirm. There was a little like, "Oh no, we're not going to repeat last year, are we?" I I think you thought we were going to win, dude. I did. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> the way the way you was cheering and and high fiving and eating chips and celebrating. You you I think you thought we were going to win.
0: I think you're not as good as at uh, exaggerating as your main man Ken over here. Um, I was eating some chips, but I wasn't celebrating. I was just, I mean, I was enjoying the, the good plays, but yeah. All
1: I knew is I had to keep reminding myself during the game that this is about the big picture because right. I, I hate losing to the Cowboys and I knew we were not going to win the game. So while I'm watching the game and even though we had a little bit of success early and we kept the game close early, right? I, I I just knew this was going to be short-lived. Um, I was just ready to get the damn game over with because I knew the game being over meant that we we was hopefully put us in a position to, to secure the number two pick in the draft, and then we can move on and get started with the new era. So for me, I was never worried, but sitting there listening to Cowboy fans cheer um, against our backups as if this was a playoff game uh, – you know, it didn't it didn't fit sit well with me, but there was nothing I can do about it. I mean, we're sitting here playing backups, so right, right, hey, whatever, well,
0: I, whatever. i i mentioned let, let say, yeah let I, I me say this. Go
1: ahead. But for all the Cowboy fans, all the Eagle fans, all the Giants fans, go ahead and get all of that, all of that, kiki in and cackling and all that noise talking out the way, because I'm telling you, with the way things are going to be changing. We things about to get real different in DC, so you better get all of that, all of that 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 slick talk, all that fancy lips, slick tongue talking that you like to do, get it all out now because we well, I, I don't, with,
0: Yeah, I, I don't think the Eagles fans uh are doing that right now, right? Well, 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 they feel good about this season, and look,
1: they they're better than we are, and 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 we're that's not. All, that's all they thing. can say right now. I understand, but but this won't happen in one year. No, So they'll have, they'll have more opportunities to kind of, you know, run their mouth. But get it all out now because I'm telling you, we're we coming.
0: And yeah, as O'Brien uh,
1: would say, we're coming.
0: Well, it, and you're talking about it, you know, while we're at the game and we're at the bar, like I said, the, the majority of people around us were all Commanders fans, you know, supporting the, the Burgundy and Gold. But there was, you know, a couple uh, Cowboy fans there. And, you know, while we had no problem losing that game hearing them cheer irritated right. me right yes absolutely yeah it, it, they were cheering if, too hard if, yeah if Reggie cheered because not cheered but he was you know a little bit happy that the cowboys took the lead that didn't bother me at all but when I heard a cowboys fan doing the exact same thing cheering for the exact same thing Reggie did Reggie and my other commander's fans didn't bother me at all because I knew where their heart was these Cowboy fans were doing the exact same thing, but it made me want to pick up a bottle of ketchup and, and throw it and hit them upside the head.
1: That's so, right. Uh, That's right. I, I, they, they were cheered a little too hard for me. But, but at any rate, man, we, we finally got that over with. Cowboys won. They won the little division. They go on and play. Uh, they're going to play Green Bay. They're going to host okay. Green Bay. And uh, the Green Bay has been a little bit of a kryptonite for the Cowboys. Uh, but of course, that was doing the Brett Favre and uh, Aaron Rodgers era. So we'll, we'll see how Jordan Love and, and those guys come down here and play them on. Get him, Jordan, that Saturday, or Sunday, whatever they do. But, but anyway, but we got bigger and better news, Ken. We do bigger and better news. So unless you've been living on a rock, of course, we had the big news that everyone was expecting. It's uh, It wasn't a shock to anyone. I think the only question was a matter of when, right? Um, but the uh, the the firing of Coach Ron Rivera.
0: We got a recording of that. Did you know that?
1: Oh my God!
0: Do we You're
1: gone <laughs> fired out of here? Ain't nothing I can do for you.
0: Yeah, I never knew Josh Harris had a, had a had a Southern accent. But uh, <laughs> that's exclusive content right there. Exclusive. I'm gonna give you a wump on that one. <laughs> You got that? Uh, yes, I do. I I I got whatever you need here, Reg. Um,
1: (laughs) so, so, but anyway, um, before we get into a little bit about Ron and you know, kind of rehash a little bit about Ron's time here as a head coach, um, I want to personally say this to our listeners, to you, to our listeners, and I know Ron Rivera would never never get this get this message man but um but what i have found is that social media the, the great thing that social media is it can it's a double edged sword and there there are some ugly ugly human beings on social media yep and despite Ron Rivera the coach of the Washington Commanders not having the success that we all wanted and it was time for change But to dump on this guy and to basically shit on him for all intents and purposes on the way out to me was completely unnecessary. So I just personally, because, you know, if you say anything, what I'm about to say on social media, you get dogged for it. And I've I've posted things before and not care what people think. But there are times where you're like, you know what? I don't have the energy for the negativity, so you just don't post it. You maybe just like what people saying and stuff. And I'll say this, man. Um, Ron Rivera's time in D.C. in my personal opinion was categorized in two separate categories. There's the on the field ish on the field Ron Rivera, and then there's the off the field Ron Rivera. And the on the field Ron Rivera is completely all on Ron. And that ultimately led to the reason why he was relieved of his duties. The off the field, Ron, is by all intents and purposes, even if you listen to the players, was a stand-up human being, was a stand-up individual. Right. Ron took over a job that was a very, very unattractive job in the NFL. May have been probably the worst. No one wanted to come to D.C., no one wanted to come and work for Dan Snyder. No one wanted to constantly have to listen to answer questions about ownership and the off the field issues because Dan Snyder was nowhere near. So Ron took a position and you could easily say what well, he knew what he was getting into. But did he though? Did he knew that he did he know he was going to have some challenges? perhaps. but 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 nonetheless, he still was willing to take the job. He did you can he did change the culture in my personal opinion. We were no longer the laughing stock of the league that we used to be because Ron being a respected coach and a respected man brought some respectability to our team. He came in during a COVID year, right? Ron fought cancer and beat it. He lost his mother during this time, right? And all the while having to be the face of a franchise that was draped in legal issues and yet he was able to steer this ship in a direction to where we are today right where no one's talking back even before even without josh harris and his group people were no longer talking about the embarrassment of the washington commanders so ron deserves a lot of credit for what he was able to do as the person off the field and how he handled his co- his players I listened to some interviews about some of the players talking about how what he did for them for them behind the scenes when they lost relatives mothers fathers during the past four years that he was here Tress Way even teared up about it so that is the guy that I say that I wish well in in the future that's right. the guy that I wish luck to and hope the best for him from whatever he chooses to do going forward. But people want to say, oh, don't worry about Ron. He's a millionaire. Oh, don't worry about Ron. He'll be fine. He done made a ton of money. This isn't about the money. He is still a human being. His staff and everyone that's associated with that will potentially lose all of their jobs. Just because Ron is fine doesn't mean everybody on his staff is going to be fine. So this is a domino effect. Right. So, again, I just personally wanted to say thank you to Ron Rivera for what he did over the last four years for our organization. I understand by me saying that doesn't mean that I'm completely giving him a pass and ignoring the product on the field, because the product on the field is a results oriented business and the results were not there. And because of that, that is why ownership needed to make the change in the decision. But with the respect for Ron. I wish him all the best in whatever he chooses to do next, man.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I can't agree with that more. Um, I'll add a, I'll do a, a shorter version of that since you covered a lot of it. Um, I think Ron Rivera is a is a hell of a man. Um, he's a hell of a leader. Um unfortunately, I guess whether you want to call it coaching or talent evaluation, he's he's very average, but yes. that doesn't take away from somebody as a, as a person, um, I, I think from, from a character perspective and leader perspective, every team should have somebody like Ron. And I think Ron brought some of those people in, um, you know, we, we, you look at the culture, um, and and I understand culture only goes so far, right. But look at the last three or four years compared to the last, to the previous 10 years, of how many off-the-field problems there was, right? I'm not talking front-offs. I'm talking about with the players, with the coaches, with everything going on. It, it, it was almost non-existent. If it was, Correct. it was small. People were cut. Um, quality players making quality life choices when they go to the club, when, they, when they're when they in the off-season, when they're doing these things. Minimal. Uh, I'd, I'd have to think for a while of what there was from another player. they they got in any kind of issues or troubles, but before it was, there was as many issues off the field as there were on the field. Right. And and we haven't, we haven't had to talk to that. um, Whether, whether Ron told him you're going to be cut immediately, if anything happens like that, or just his leadership, the people he brought in uh, of, of good character, I don't know. Um, But I'm hoping that what Ron put in place from a character from how an organization is run continues on. Yeah. Um. Yes, we need better coaching. We need better talent. We need evaluation. better results. We need better results. Um, but yes, I I hope what he's set in place carries on for an extended amount of time, like like it was with, with with when Joe Gibbs was here, right? Joe Gibbs tenure, you had very little off the field problems, uh, and you were winning. Um. I, I hope uh, that 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 continues uh, throughout the uh, throughout the future here for the washington commanders. agreed, agreed. but um but with that being said, uh, you know Josh Harris, um, you know he he bought the team to be successful. and he he said from day one that the expectations not only are are high for him, but he recognizes 100% and, and stands with the fans from the point that the, the fans and himself are in it to win it, right? Uh, he, he, Magic Johnson said, I'm not investing just as a business. I I invest to win, right? Um, and, and that's the approach that we want. Uh, not that Ron Rivera wasn't that, but, um, but from it, it goes from the top down and we can talk about uh, some of the things that Josh Harris has done and said over the last 24 hours and even previous uh, prior to him uh, prior to, to today with the, the firing of Ron of everything that he has said has, has kind of led to this moment and uh, and it's not it's not just talk. I think it's something that he's he's focused on to put in place for our success.
1: Okay. So you can start with the press conference today, right? Um, Mm -hmm. First of all, you know, with the, with the change, it's going to start with Josh Harris is, is um, I forgot what he called it, but it's basically a a search committee, if you will, where they are looking for a head coach and a head, someone who's going to be head of football operations but what got everyone talking was Josh Harris recognizing that he wants to do this right and try to find the best candidate <clears throat> went out and solicited the the assistance of um former GM in Detroit um I think it's Rick Spillman Yes always get always always get Rick and the other sp- the other Spillman Yeah, Spielman. Spielman, yeah. <laughs> uh but it's Rick Spillman and I think the other guy's his brother, if I'm not mistaken. And then he solicited uh, the assistance of Bob Myers. Bob Myers is from the NBA world, and he was the architect of the team, building the team with the Golden State Warriors. And that was in charge of the four championships that they've won here over the past, past few years. So he has hired those two to help in his search to hire a head of football operations and a head coach now i i don't know exactly because no one asked him how this is going to work typically you would hire your gm and then let the gm find the head coach but they are doing a what seems to be or an assumption i guess a a a simultaneously searching for both positions which is a little bit odd to me um also they're calling this a head of football operations which is not the gm title and the way I understood it, <clears throat> stood it, is this person will have GM responsibilities and some other duty. So it concerns me a little bit, okay. Right. But at this point, I'm giving Josh and his group a clean slate until until they do something different to change my mind. I'm gonna roll with whatever they're doing. Um, they talked about having an out of the box type type of approach to this and hiring bob myers from the nba and having uh spillman to come in who's got football knowledge to help them in the search and find this individual or individuals um hey man I'm i'm all for it um he was asked about how long he would think it would take to to rebuild but also find these people and he, he was steadfast in his approach when he said that uh, we're going to be thorough. He used the word thorough many times. But uh, specifically, he says that uh, they're going to run a thorough, but a rapid process. So he's not going to rush it because he said we can do this quickly and, and not have the success, the long-term success that we want. I want to build a perennial playoff contender to try to win championships. And so with that, you know, I'm all for it. He went on to talk about um, whatever they do, they have to do it fast, though. He says because there's a lot of things coming up, and he he was mindful of the fact that the end of the season is near, calendar year that is, and how we got the combine and the free agents and and player visits and the draft and all the things that are getting ready to come up that you have to build for next year. So they need to hurry up and get some people in place. Um, so I was excited excited to hear hear that approach.
0: Yeah, um but he did say uh that the for him finding the head of football operations uh w- was where he was looking at first, right? Uh they they're trying to get that in place, but I, I don't know that the that they're let me back up. I don't know that they're directly looking to fill the coaching spot first. What I think that they're doing is reaching out to coaches to have conversations with. Um, uh, you know, so and, and that's how I'm kind of reading the tea leaves is they're going to talk to a bunch of people, um, start getting permissions, um, you know, whether, whether whether it's fill in the blank for any big names that are out there, right? Um, is it uh Raheem Morris is one of the names that have been out there. Uh Harbaugh is the other name, uh first two names kind of quickly out there. But um Uh, defensive
1: coordinator for the ravens uh they've asked permission to speak to both coordinators for detroit the offensive coordinator ben johnson and the defensive coordinator aaron glenn mm
0: -hmm.
1: um i think they asked for some guy down in miami if i'm not mistaken probably offensive Um, coordinator yep but uh and then they are there's a ton of gms that they've also reached out um one that got me excited the most was the assistant gm um in san francisco and then there's the guy that's in philadelphia if i had to pick i mean and and let me be the first to say i don't know a whole lot about many of these head coaches candidates and many of these uh head of football operational these guys that are in assistant gm roles right now listen man i don't know much about what they're doing other than the fact that they're associated with teams that have had success but the two people in terms of GMs, in terms of Philadelphia and San Francisco, the reason I like those guys the most because they have been able to sit and watch Jeff Lurie, and uh, I cannot think of the GM that's in um, Philadelphia right now. But those, him, and then of course jo- jo- John Lynch and those Lynch. guys out in San Francisco, he's been able. Those two people have been able to sit back and watch how you build and transition teams into be a, a perennial playoff team. So right. I like that doesn't mean that any of the other guys won't have success or can't do the job. It's just that those two excite me the most because they've been on some organizations that have seen it, seen it done.
0: Yeah. And look, I don't care what GM and what coach comes in. I want them to be successful. All right. Let Let me lay that out. Um, what I like about from, from a coaching perspective, um, we we see time and time again. Yes, there are exceptions, right, to what I'm about to say, but time and time again, it's the young, younger, up and coming head coach that succeeds, right? He he doesn't have 50 years of football that he's entrenched in, and and not wavering, right? The the young quarterback is always. I say quarterback, the young coach is looking for something new, a new way of doing it, a new perspective. The drive is there, the fire is there. He has no problem putting in 20 hour days to where the, the, the coach that's been around forever, um, he's still putting in a lot of time, but they're not they're not putting in nearly the, the time and the drive and the desire, uh, typically. And you know, what what you you the the younger uh, coaches tend to be more creative, right the, the the new offenses that that come about are from the younger coaches. Uh, keeping up with the times. Uh, those types of things that that push the league into change are normally done by the younger younger coaches. So I'm that in, that that, in, it, it, that is something I would like to see in Washington, right All, all the yeah. coaches that have passed through that are now coaches somewhere else. You see that on their teams, right? You you see that in San Francisco. You see that um, uh, with the Rams, some of the things that they do, and, and even up in uh, in Green Bay. Um, so you know, we will we will see what happens with that.
1: Yeah. So so here's looking at you, Bill Belichick.
0: Don't come to D.C., brother. Don't come to D.C. And and, 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 not, and not the Bill bills would be bad, but you know how long is he going? How long is he going to be here? right? Bill's not going to be here for another 10 years. Let's just say he's not successful. Either. Let's just say he's successful. He's still not going to be here 10 years. Um, you, you, you know, you get the, the, the next Shanahan quality coach. I'm not trying to say you, he's going to take you to Super Bowl in a couple of years, but you get the next Shanahan, uh, McVay quality coach and, and be here and be stable for eight, you know, eight to 10 years. Uh, that, that does wonders for, for an organization. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't matter. I'm still not interested in Bill Belichick. Not and even in, really, not even really interested in Raheem Morris. It's just not. Yeah. Um, um give me give me something new, different. Um, and, and and I'm cool with it. But but nonetheless, um Josh Harris seems to be laying the foundation for what how I would like them to be handling this this approach. Um, uh, he was asked about the rebrand and in a very sarcastic manner, and at least the way I took it. He told the reporter he says we're kind of busy right now yeah right (laughs) kind of busy kind of busy doing other things right now um and he went on to talk about you know the things they want to do with the new stadium everything that needs to be be done to to improve the fan experience at the current stadium and how they're working to try to find the new home which is the new stadium um and then there's a lot of other personnel decisions that needs needs to take place and so he talked about that being not their number one priority this is just me personally talking i've shared this with you and some of the folks here at the bar josh if you're not going to do the rebrand i wish they would just shut it down when you when you sit here and just say well it's not it's on the table or it's not a priority right now you get you you keep the talk going one part of me feels like, well, if people don't know it's a rebrand, they continue to buy this product. Well, I did the complete opposite. I am I'm, I'm. I'm I stopped buying merch because if you're going to change your name, I'm not going to continue to spend money on Washington Commanders. So, Josh, if you if you right. have no interest in doing it, then just say we're not going to rebrand, folks. It's, this is what it is. And we will continue to change some things. But we're going to continue to be the commanders in a discussion and people will mo- either move on or get on board. But if you're going to change it, then just say that. Just say, hey, it's something that's on the table and we will look into it and most likely do a rebrand down the road. But what it is is they don't want to lose the money on the current merch because the re- if they do a rebrand, it's three years down the road, perhaps. Or maybe whenever they do the stadium. Where in the meantime, they don't want to miss out on selling merch because rebrand and rename it is a low priority. Right. But the longer they don't, they, they choose not to shut it down, it just continues to go and go and go. And you got the people who hate the name Commanders. You got the people who want to be called hogs and wolves. And then you got the dumb, the stupid people that want to continue to go back to being Redskins. We're not going to be Redskins anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, It's
1: like, just shut up about it. We're not going to back to be, even if they change the name, we're not going to be Redskins. Right. That, so, that, that,
0: that is not an option.
1: Not an option, it's just not gonna be a damn option. So, but I just wish that the ownership would come down and just if you're not gonna change it, shut it down. But the fact that they choose not to shut it down makes me wonder if this is on the table as a legitimate opportunity here. And with it, I'm I'm not I'm not buying a lot of that stuff anymore. I mean, but I knew I, football team was gonna be temporary, I knew that was temporary, and I bought a few things just to kind of have because we were no longer the Redskins. But I didn't buy a whole lot of football team stuff because I knew that would be a new name. Right. But once they went to Commanders and I kind of like had to get used to it, I started buying stuff. But damn it, if you're going to change the name again, I'm not buying any more Commander stuff, okay?
0: Yeah, I, I don't think... um yeah, Again, until I see something that makes me think otherwise, I do not think we're going to be changing the name Commanders. I do think, and I want to stick with it, I do think in a year or two, we're going to change update our logo um and i'll go back just like when we were the redskins you know you had the the indian head on the side of the helmet but you also had the r right you use the r here and there we'll use the w that we currently have like we used the r um as as a secondary logo it is as an old school logo you know how we use it but we're going to have a new logo for the commanders. That's that's my belief. That's my reading through the tea leaves and go to Vegas and, and lay some money down on it you'll walk away like you just invested in Amazon 20 years ago. Um the uh but yes, uh, he did talk about the the stadium improvements. Um anybody that's been to FedEx or just read the papers about FedEx knows that you know it's 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 not anybody it, it's not a place people go to enjoy the stadium. You're, you're going to see your team, whether you're, whether you're an away team, whether you're a home team, you're going to see the team. There's nothing about the stadium that you want to see, or you walk in there and go, man, this is, this is a cool place. Um, but they are going to be making some improvements to that. Um, and from where they sit right now, everything that I hear is they're at least six years away from a new stadium by the time you know things get approved and all your permits and it gets built and yada, 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 you're talking at least six years. So that's why they're putting the money in, in the FedEx, um, to, to keep it going six years. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing on their, on their table is supposedly, uh, the facilities at Redskins park, commander's park, Washington park, whatever you want to call it. Um, the, the practice facilities are, from 1987 and they've made minimal updates and changes um they are that that needs basically a, a, ideally they would have a tear everything down and build back up and have a nice new uh, training facility it is not a modern up-to-date training facility by nfl standards at all
1: well i think they're going to do that once they know where the stadium is going to be built i i think that's i, I don't know that they're just going to leave the training corporate facilities where it is now from, from what i had heard but i that doesn't really affect me right. but it's it's on the table and i know it's something that they're going to do if you're a player that's going to be a Washington commander down the road man you're going to eventually walk into a brand new stadium brand new training facility all of all of the nice new amenities uh it is very evident that dan snyder at some point stopped reinvesting money into the facilities, and that's why the stadium is, is what it is, and that's why the training facility is what it is. Um, But, Josh Harris is, you know, again, this is the clock starts today for Josh Harris. I mean, right. I understand they took over the team last year, but it was roughly a month, maybe even a few weeks before training camp opened, so there wasn't a whole lot that they could do. Right. Um, He talked about how he told Ron and everyone that he would give them a year, and he did that. He said it was important for him to be uh keep his word to Ron and everyone that he, even the fans, that they would give this a year and they did that and and that was for the people that was whining and crying about firing Ron Rivera. It's like he said he didn't see any, even in his other other organizations, he's never seen where firing making a, a removing a coach, in the middle of the season does doesn't typically yield great results. is, is right. what he said. And so there was no need for him to fire Ron Rivera. So,
0: yeah, I'm I'm
1: happy. I'm happy about it, though, man. I'm happy about the change. As I've kind of said to you, I'm excited about the offseason. With the changes, we were wondering what was going to be different under Josh Harris. We know we're going to we know that we're going to get some key competent people here. This is a destination. I saw just the other day they said. Washington is even better destination than the Chargers, and the Chargers are now in California with the new stadium and a quote unquote franchise quarterback. Right. But they're saying Washington is a better, better destination. And I believe that. And I believe having the number two pick in the draft, the amount of cap space, there's some good players in some key positions and, and, and ownership. I go back to it again. It's the ownership and I ownership. And I think the, People that would be in place and the reaches that they have into other circles, meaning agents and players, people will come to Washington. And I believe it. And that's what makes yeah. me excited about this whole deal.
0: Yeah, I, I think when you're when, when we look back at as of today, uh, to your point, Josh Harris really hasn't done anything for the team at this point. He The, the only thing that I, I was thinking about this earlier, that other than saying the right things and doing some small things, the only thing that Josh Harris has done was, my guess is he probably pushed for Montez and Chase to be traded since they weren't working out a deal and to get something for it now, right? So the, the second round pick, the extra second round pick that we have in the second round and the pick we have in the third round, um, it, it is potentially, you know, some of the first things that, that, um, that Josh Harris and, and the ownership pushed to have taken place. Um, and, and to your point, you said it today basically starts truly the first full year of Josh Harris and his impact, right? Impact number one, he he's doing, you know, he's changing over the staff. Um, they're in place uh, as of right now, Washington has the most, the highest salary cap available for 2024 at $78 million, $78.8 million. Um, we, we talked about, they've got five of the top 100 draft picks. Um, so between salary cap, bringing in free agents, uh, your draft picks that you have, and the talent that is here, right? I, I think there's some big gaps here, but there's also some talent here. You take all those things along with getting quality GM, quality coaches. I, I think they're going to look back at, and Josh Harris, when we watch uh, Sports Center and things like this in another season or two, they're going to be talking about uh, Josh Harris and the turnaround that Washington has done, the remarkable turnaround in the last year or two. Uh And, and we're making a we're making a push to the playoffs, making a push a, a competitive team, and the future will look bright. That's right. So Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, get all that slick talk out now.
1: I'm telling you. Get it all out now. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. I got some friends too. Just keep on with it. Get it all out now. Cause I'm, I'm coming,
0: I'm coming. Oh yeah. It, it's coming back around. It's coming back around for sure. Damn right. Um, damn right. Like I said, I think, uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll start, uh, we're going to continue like we have been in the off season. We're going to continue to have regular podcasts, um, obviously as big news, whether it's the GM, whether it's the head coach, um, hirings and firings, we'll, we'll be talking about it throughout, throughout the season, um, as, as they do that. You know, before you know it, it's free agent time. Um, you know, we're we're in the new season. I think free agency is mid-March, if I remember right. Um, with uh the draft being in late April. So, you know, over the next couple months, there's gonna be a lot of changes in Washington, right? Ownership we're gonna change. Be in the news. coach is gonna change, GM is gonna change, a whole lot of players are gonna be signed, a whole lot of players are gonna be cut, maybe some surprises. Um as well as the the youngest players uh coming in through the draft so stick around with the knuckleheads and uh we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of a lot of talk a lot of discussion as we continue to root for the burgundy and gold
1: yes so we will be in the news and we will continue to bring it to you and uh, give you our thoughts and opinions on it y'all so we pre- again we appreciate everybody tuning in listening to us supporting us giving us feedback and all that good stuff so new era In Washington, (laughs) (laughs) D.C.
0: What's going on over there? I don't know, man. What is going on around here?
1: All right, y'all.
0: Until next time. Peace out. Peace out, knuckleheads.